Alright guys, today we're talking about the book, The One Thing, and it's by a guy named Keller, he's got pretty famous. The essence of the book is just to focus on the one thing that's going to affect your life the most and make other things unnecessary, right? So the question to you guys, Amir and Abdullah, uh, what's that one thing that takes priority in your lives that you value above everything else? For me, right right now, the one I would say the one thing would be uh, like basically investing in myself. So, my health, um, my my uh, my goals, uh, which would be like my um, family family goals and financial goals, and my health goals. So, my one thing right now would be um, just myself, I guess. Abdullah. I would say it's the same thing, but like Alad was a one onto that. It would probably be spiritual goals also to reconnect with those are like like the higher power I was in pray more so one thing right. about uh, this one thing is you have to understand something about willpower that this book talks about and it's that all of us have a, like a limited amount of willpower throughout the day so this willpower can be renewed every day like when you sleep but throughout the day it gets used up so let's say if you have to make a hard decision at night right like are you going to eat a cake or a carrot you're most likely going to falter at night because your willpower has been used up like your brain uses a lot of energy, it uses glucose, whatever, right? And the harder the decisions are, the more energy your, uh, like your frontal cortex part of your brain is using, right? So when you do your most important thing, you want to do it in the morning when your energy is highest. So have you guys maybe come upon any good habits that you do first thing in the morning that addresses the priority in your life? Um, yeah, so for me, that would be uh, working out. As soon as I wake up, usually the first thing I would do in the morning is go and uh, go to the gym and uh, get my workout in, which uh, is uh, to address my fitness goals. Nice. I would say the same thing, waking up first thing in the morning, praying, and then was it follow up with the gym, because was it then I was it accomplished was it two of my goals, was it for the price of one, I'll pray, was it which is my spiritual one, and then fitness, was it for the gym. So a lot of the time people ask like, if I do one thing, won't other things in my life drop off? So here, one interesting that like I learned about was the difference between having like let's say a to-do list and having like a success list. So to-do lists usually get pretty darn long, whereas whereas success uh, success lists are pretty short because a success list boils down to only like that one thing that that is, that, that is the priority for you, right? Whereas to-do lists are like I'm gonna clean out the trash, I'm gonna wash the dishes, I'm gonna do this that. And one thing about success when attaining trying to attain something big is that some things will fall off the table right you can't take care of everything so a lot of like geniuses there will be some chaos in their lives but you just got to make sure like you take care of enough things that you can focus on your your habit right so for you guys how much of your day is like doing chores and stuff that's unessential maybe um i would say a lot of my day is spent on uh doing stuff that probably isn't helping uh me achieve my one thing yeah. um so kind of a lot a lot of, I would say uh, Netflix is a big one. A lot of time watching TV, especially in the morning after I go to the gym or something. Sometimes, uh, a lot of the time is just spent, uh, wasted on my phone. Maybe sometimes it's uh, social media. Sometimes it's just wasting time, uh, not really doing anything and being lazy. So, Do you ever find yourself multitasking? Uh... No, not really. Usually, uh, sometimes, but mostly I'll, I'll just be focusing on one thing. How about you, Abdullah? Like, what kind of chores? I don't, I don't view it as chores. It's just like it's already a part of my daily routine. Example, like, 
clean up after which I'm done meal prepping and stuff like that but I feel like it's not really not towards my goal but because it helps my goal was because part of one of my goals is fitness so obviously I want to meal prep so was I feel like it's just essential and it's like what we discussed the other day about stacking things to help was it reaches our other goals so it's nice that like the lessons from the both books are coming together right so uh, one thing the book talks about is the 80 20 talks about is the 80 80 20 principle uh, it's that most of your results will come from the 20% of things you do and not from the 80 things 80% whereas most people focus on the 80% right but this book tells you to take it even further like take that 20% of valuable things and reduce it down to one thing right so you take different areas of your life so you guys mentioned earlier there was like fitness there was the entrepreneurial goals there might be learning goals there's lots of different like family relationships that was important for you and me right mm -hmm. so in each of those uh, fields of action in your life you choose one thing that's important in that field right so right. what are some fields that you guys value if you can just mention some like family learning which ones are important to you for for me i would say it's uh family is one of the most important ones yeah. and uh, uh i address that by committing to spending an hour with my kid every day um regardless of uh, how busy my day is i always have a time that I'll take him and we'll just go to the park yep. and spend uh, just time together and that's that's my one thing with uh, or one goal with uh, uh, regards to my family uh, how about you Abdullah like, what are the different areas in your life that you have to deal with right now right now it's just like one thing that I like to focus on like that is part of my goals is like doing smaller things like which will tie into my fitness goals at the same time like learning new recipes example for my mom and stuff like that because so that's just why it's just i want to spend time with her so the best way to spend time with her is just go on walks together because it's one of my fitness goals and i know it's one of hers then also at the same time learn how to like a new recipes from her and then that way was it we're actually bonding and was it i'm learning new habits was it too better was it my fitness and was it my relationship with my mother nice so going back to that multitasking thing, actually, I want to talk about. This is important from the book, too. It's like most people don't actually multitask. They think they're multitasking, but what they're actually doing is switch tasking, right? So the, even the idea of multitasking came from computers, right? Because computers can use their CPU, CPU to do different functions at the same time, but humans can't really. The only time we really do it is when we're doing something with a low, like a low load, a low cognitive load, like walking. When you can do walking and talking at the same time, that's because the walking part, that activity requires a low load on you, low cognitive load, right? But you can't really do two high load tasks together, like for example, talking to someone while also working on your business work, right? So what, did you guys ever work in any job that required you to multitask a lot, like, like just required a lot out of you? Uh, I don't know, I worked in... Uh, I think uh, there's a lot of tasks um, with my previous job that required uh, doing two or three things at once. So it's um, like we would go to work, we'd be given our uh, job or work that we had to accomplish that day. And then in the middle of it, something would come up oh, yeah. from the supervisor or whoever. That he'd be like, I need you to get this done. And uh, then you sort of have to balance those two things and uh, not really doing it at the same time, but trying to like uh, juggle those priorities in, in your schedule. That that's probably like the multitasking part that I would say we have to do. But uh, nothing like having to um, 
talk and uh, like work at the same time. I guess we, I guess we would have to do that uh, while we're working out there, taking orders and stuff while we're doing certain tasks like using a drill or so, or working somewhere and uh, someone comes up and uh, says they need something else done and you gotta decide what to do there, right there and then. But yeah. How many of the to deal with many things at the same time. I would say it was okay. It was in my role as a team leader for the was of work that I was doing. Like I would be managing workers, but at the same time, was would be answering calls with to book clients in. And then at the same time, like since I'm managing workers, I'd make sure like everyone's working efficiently and 100% instead of like being lazy and not working to their fullest potential, which obviously then would make us was it like behind schedule. So then was I had to view what would be a priority. Do I book jobs? And was a, that. So was it my workers have work or do I make sure my workers are working and then not prioritize booking the jobs and then was it, I won't be able to have enough jobs for the team was it to go accomplish what they had to do. Did you find that fielding those phone calls was affecting your everyday life? I would feel like it because at, at a point it's just like you get tired and it was you're emotionally drained because then you'll have people calling and then was it you had to address their concerns but I guess that's the role that you had to take on was it for being customer service. Was it like you have customers that are all over the place, some are just like happy, which was well brighten your day. Then you'll have night like, customers who are rude or depressed, and then is it obviously you have to handle that with a professional manner. You can't just like brush them off, they're like nothing. Yeah. So one thing the book talks about is when you use your time, you want to use it focusedly, right? Like most people waste a lot of their time because they're trying to do so many things and packaged into one moment. But the book says when you're with your friends, when you're with your family, spend time with them, right? That's their time. When you're playing, play hard. That's play time, right? When you're doing your work, you fucking work, right? Don't try and mix the shit together. Focus on one thing at a time, right? So that's what, that was a pretty important lesson for me. Another cool thing was um, the idea about self-discipline. So it says that self-discipline is a lie. So if you take disciplined people, the, the, the big difference they're doing from us is that they've got good habits being implemented on a daily basis and he only used the discipline to set up the good habits, right? Like, if I had to use discipline every time I tried to eat healthy, that would be a huge burden on my brain and everything and I wouldn't be able to focus on the shit that really matters. What you want to do is use discipline the first time to set a habit and the book talks about this, like on average, it takes about 66 days to get a, habit, a good habit going. You anchor that habit in, and then you move on to the next habit. Then that habit takes you forward, it keeps you going, right? So what are some habits that you guys would want to make in the future that right now you're not doing that would really make your life a lot easier? For me right now, I would say one of the habits that, I wanna, that I've sort of uh, been already working on and that I want to get better at, because uh, it's kind of been on and off, is uh, um, using this app that uh, has uh, these types of games that allow you to uh, just help you improve your uh, memory and thinking and coordination and all of these uh, other aspects of your mind. And uh, one of my goals is to sort of just uh, start using that app for 15 to 30 minutes a day. Um, and to the time I've set is usually after dinner, um, which you mentioned with the willpower thing is probably like uh, the, one of the times when we have the least willpower. So I might uh, try and change the time of that, but that's that's one of the habits that I think I need to get up to and uh, get get a better um, hand on. What's a new habit you want to work on? A new habit that I would want to work on is just like stop procrastinating was the things that actually matter to me so just like stop delaying example like the factor like if i want to pray more like i can't just be like 
no, I'll do it later. I might as well just act now and then. Because if I feel like if I keep on delaying it, then I'm never going to achieve was it like the things that I want to. Because it's been a long time since I've been committed to it. So might as well just was it be committed to it and start today. Instead of was it like delaying it, being like, oh, I'll start tomorrow, oh, I'll start next week. Or, oh, I'll wait until New Year's. New Year, New Year, New Me type of bullshit. Yeah, for me, it's uh, how to keep being productive at home because it's like I've almost conditioned myself over the years that as soon as I come home, it's like I've spent so much time outside being anxious and like worrying about everything, getting panic attacks and shit that by the time I come home, I just want to unwind and relax and watch Netflix or, you know, just do stupid shit, right? Just eat a lot, whatever. And I need to recondition myself so that even at home, I'm kind of, I'm learning at home too, you know? So that's where I'm going to start implementing the two minute what was it two minute rule or something you said or was two that's right yeah it's uh whenever you start a new habit you want to yeah you want to just do it for two minutes the first day or the first week even and then uh, as you get better at it and you start to feel that you can go further and uh start doing it for uh right. more time then you keep uh growing from there right so I'm gonna try that it's like and I'm, I've actually started it too it's like when I get home I don't just open up Netflix right away I actually just spend even just opening up a book and just training the habit because once I've opened the book I actually don't mind reading for a little bit more it's that first act that's causing me so much internal resistance right just getting past that okay. I think I think you should probably like just uh, set a time that you do that at yeah. or a routine like after after you do something that you go and just open a book for like two minutes or something Stack the habit on something else that's right yeah yeah that's so, a good idea yeah. a habit that you could and probably try and if that's if that's like your one thing that you want to get done then you should probably do it first thing in the morning yeah right the, yeah, that true. would probably like, be the best I, right now what i've been doing is first thing in the morning i just open up instagram and then it's like once i've gone through the world's problems then i'm trying to solve my own and by that time i'm already tired and whatever and that and one thing I actually read somewhere else is that your brain seeks more pleasure the more pleasure you give it right so if i've set off my day with watching instagram and getting the dopamine hits already everything forward going forward in my day i'm just looking for more and more dopamine hits more and more satisfaction right but right. if i was doing what abdullah suggested us the other day it's like start your day with a cold shower right what does that tell your brain it's like this day is gonna fucking suck <laughs> right? Right. i started my day with the most shittiest fucking experiment experience i can possibly have and now the day only gets better from here so it's like now when you have to do your homework or some shit it's like i'd even take homework over a cold shower right so it's like a reward for yourself right it's a pretty interesting idea Abdullah, do you want to maybe elaborate on the cold showers thing you were doing yeah because one thing that i've learned was it like and i've heard also was it was it when you take a cold shower first thing in the morning it helps was it like did that was it help was it the flight or fright flight or fight type of mindset inside of you so it's just like you had to embrace it head on and the way it works was it like i don't remember exactly but like from what i can remember it's just like do it and get it over with and was it then after you're doing it was it you feel like full of the, all this energy and you might as well just go do whatever you have for the rest of the day was it like it's like an energy boost and type of thing was it some people will drink coffee first in the morning and then they just sit down and we're like we'll like read a newspaper <laughs> so i do was it like i'll be like okay i'm gonna take a cold shower be full of energy and then it's just like okay i have all this energy what else is there to do okay let's go work out because it's part of that willpower that you mentioned earlier and that's one of my most was the things that i wanted to like achieve so go work out and after that then everything else would like fall into place was it that i have was a set and planned was it throughout the day so I was actually reading the David Goggins book. Uh, can't, was it? What was it called, Amir? 
can't hurt me. Can't hurt me. Yeah. yeah by so Danny I was Bogans. reading on Amir's recommendation, and it talked about when he starts the race. The first 20 minutes suck. Like his his feet are freaking busted up. He's got them taped up and whatever. Right. 20 first 20 minutes suck. But it's only until the sympathetic nervous system that Abdullah talked about when it kicks in, then you actually start feeling good. Right. Because then you switch from the parasympathetic system to the sympathetic system. Everything's just fucking going now. Everything's firing, right? The adrenaline takes over. Now you can combat anything, right? So I really love this idea. Just one last thing to wrap up here. The, uh, the one thing book talks about going big, right? Like when you put, a, put yourself in a box, you might as well put yourself in such a big box that you never see the sides of it, right? So what's like a freaking tremendously big goal that you guys have for yourself that probably would seem unrealistic to any, anyone else? Um, for me, I would say, uh, really, I'm, I'm most interested in uh, uh, my financial goals. For me, it would be real estate to in- become a real estate investor. And my one thing I would say is to own 100 uh, units nice, or 100 or uh, apartment or uh, yeah, anything, anything. It's called doors. So 100 doors to sum it up, I guess. I would say the one thing that I would want to do is take was going to further into is to be like example a fitness model or a lifestyles coach to help people achieve their dreams. Because I know at one point was I used to hate myself because I was really out of shape and was it. I don't want people to feel the type of depression or anxiety was it that they had to go through. I want to be there to help people was achieve their dreams and that anything is possible at the end day. For me, it's. Um I want to be like the best scholar the world has ever seen and I also want power to be able to help the people around me and influence them not hurt them out of my own weakness so that's a pretty big fucking goal right alright this has been another episode of uh, AB Podcast see you next time